Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood mini episode. This week, we are talking about episode three of the Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV show. And I'm so excited to talk about this with you. Ava, Neve, want to do like a two-word update because this is a mini episode. Two words? Oh, I, I wish. Oh, you already used them. Neve? <laughs> oh, you, it's not that big a deal. You don't need to think that much about it. It's making you real stressed. Sleepy content. Honestly, work. Those are my two. Um, <laughs> this episode, thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Um, best episode so far, Literally. hands down. Very good. These are spoilers. These are spoilers, right? yeah. Yeah, because they come out the day that they're released. Um, work. This was such a cool... Everything that was updated about the Medusa scene was everything. And, like, the scenes before it, like, you know... They're lost in the woods somewhere in New Jersey and they're never going to make it to LA. Yeah, but uh, okay. I will, you know what? I'm mad because So Yesterday was not played on the panpipes. I know. I know. Um, I know. No other song was even played on the panpipes. No. Yeah. I, I want to talk to everyone on Twitter. Generally. No, I, I want to talk to everyone on Twitter who's been spreading the um, Olivia Rodrigo song in the Percy Jackson show rumor because I haven't seen the whole season, but guys, it has not. No one has yet. seen the whole season. Yeah. Oh, people have only seen the first four episodes, so I don't know. I don't know what song. I, I don't know if I missed it. It's like, did I forget? I feel like I would have really noticed and have been taken out of the situation severely if an Olivia Rodrigo song had started playing, and I don't recall that happening. So I think. So I think people are. Just, I think people on the internet have been lying. Yeah, and normalize people with the screeners lying. Can we? Should we start lying? I don't even think there are people <laughs> who've seen them lie. I think they're just people on the internet lying, <laughs> and I actually hate that. Uh, well, where do I start lying? There's just so no. There's just so much misinformation out there. It makes me really stressed and sad. Oh yeah, generally, people it, it, just really actively are like so bad and mean on the internet and spreading lies, and it always makes me sad. The rumors. Yeah. But, oh boy, did they do Medusa justice? It's so slay, so fierce, so. So fierce. I just the way that we approach the myth honestly and like really talk about like the dynamics of like Athena and Poseidon and how this woman was punished, um, mm -hmm. but also how Athena didn't protect her, how Poseidon was not a good person in the situation. We don't get into like assault of, of it, like because it's a show it's a, for, a kids, show for yeah. kids. But, like, we yes. get as close to, like, condemning it as you can. Um, yeah. And the fact that she doesn't also, like, specifically just, like, set out to kill them. Like, it arises because of the circumstances. Yeah. But, like, I feel like this show set up out a new thesis statement of, like, 
this is what in the first episode with Sally's yeah. quote in the beginning about like not everything's a monster, blah blah blah. That was a terrible way to quote it. Yeah, but like we get it. Um that like this is what the show is gonna comment on on top of everything else, aside from everything else. Um yeah. not just painting like the Olympians are bad, which is what the original books do. Not bad, but like they're like problematic. Yeah. Um, but like that also these monsters are misunderstood because we get at that a little with the books, but always in a way that they still end up being killed. And that does still happen. Yeah. Um, but it does feel like a much more like under like a progression that you still see Medusa's she feels just yeah. Yes, feels just like I feel like it's a it's a conversation we don't get too much into until Heroes of Olympus, frankly. Like yeah. specifically House of Hades talks a lot about like Bob. 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 Oh, <laughs> but like oh. that, it's cool that we're talking about it like right from the start. Because like you could tell from Percy's defiance that he's always, you know, thought differently about it, but like we really don't like he's just say built it. different. He is. He There's is a recent both. interview clip where Walker is like, yeah, he could, he would beat Harry Potter, no doubt. And I'm like, so true. Like, that is so yeah. that someone asked you that and that you said that is Harry response. Potter is a wimp. No, but like, also, <laughs> Harry Potter knew one spell and just did it over and over again. He wasn't yeah. particularly good at anything. Which was, was I guess, also, to be I'm fair, sorry, kind of the point. Like, he wasn't meant to be particularly good at anything. Like, that wasn't the point of the series. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, Percy yeah. is OP and reckless. <laughs> yep. The, uh, I, I, I really think Percy would chose version of the mailing up the head, the, like, boxing up the head scene. I think that it was really because I feel like in the books it's like meant to be not shock value, but I think it is meant for you to be like, whoa, I can't believe he's doing this. But I liked like how they directed um, Walker to just kind of be like, like there's obviously defiance in like what mm-hmm. he's doing because he's choosing to mail the head of Medusa back to Olympus. But then he's like, well, you know, also, like, we don't want anyone to, like, freeze here. Like, yeah. get, like to find it. Like, we just return it to the owner, right? <laughs> like, it was, like, such a, like, actually good justification of, like, getting rid of the this, like, dangerous... Well, he was I loved, or being a little shit. Yeah. No, I, love, I love how much he is a little shit in this show. I was gonna say, I love how nonchalant it was. He was like, yeah, and now I do this. Yeah. yeah. That was so... I yeah, I loved um when we were, when you're we talking about Percy and Harry, I think Percy would call Harry Potter a little bitch and then and like I just think I just think it's true because also Harry Potter is not likable. Like things happen to him. Yeah, he's not a very proactive protagonist whereas Percy is like extremely active. Yeah, he's like a well, little too active, that's his problem. Yeah. Do you know what starts? <laughs> Hyperactive, even. Let's hop back to the beginning of this episode because doesn't the Oracle start this episode? Oh my god, the, the Oracle! Yeah. Oh my god, freaky! Oh, when was- so kind. there was a lot that happened in this episode. Yeah. And Percy goes, "Oh, you're a Halloween decoration," and then green smoke starts coming out. <laughs> I was like, "Period." Oh, it was so good. I also liked the um, 
overall emotional arc of this episode, which is them like learning to trust each other. Yeah. And like, they don't even like necessarily like, learn to trust each other, but they learn not to mistrust each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they come to like, not necessarily we have to be friends or are friends, but like, they're now open to developing the relationship. Yeah. And I thought that was done really well. I thought Grover being like an RA core is so good. It's so good. That's oh true. my God. The like <laughs> disagreement song was yeah. so sweet. Consensus song. That was so cute. I also just uh um an accolade for Megan Mullally returning and serving even more kind yes i really like the choice of like expanding the furies and like i agree how well that was tied up with the medusa and i obviously know electo's gonna not obviously but like in the in the books she's in the underworld at the end i yeah. feel like being turned to stone is not the last we're gonna see in megan Mullally because she, she was just such a big cast yeah, I was gonna say if you book her, you gotta use her. You gotta use her like once more, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was great, guys. The show is so good. I loved it. Like, it's really so shocking, like in I a was, great way. I was sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. I was, I was very into how they also did the choosing the people to go on the quest instead of having it chosen for him like where he his moment where he when he went up to Grover and he was like I choose you and Grover was like haha no but really and he was like no like it's you and Grover was like I'm gonna pack the best snacks ever so cute I also the fact that like his reasoning was like Grover is like the only person I like know like <laughs> like doesn't have the balls to to <laughs> To betray me is basically the reasoning he cites. Um, and then that, and then it's like, and Annabeth, I don't think we're ever going to be friends. Gags. Gags. Oh my God. Um, like, the, seeing it acted out, like, if, if I was in Percy's shoes and Annabeth was acting like that around me, I'd be like, this girl is going to kill me if she doesn't come on this and and frankly (laughs) i think she would have she literally i agree (laughs) she would have found a way to at least hurt him if she did not get picked for this i love her (laughs) love okay yeah leah is fierce in this role this was this was a real highlight episode for her because she she was in the she just gets introduced in the last episode, but like yeah. she was really featured. We get got more like POV of her. Yeah, like we have her going through the convenience store, and I think that we're starting to really build out Annabeth as a character, which is great. Because frankly, as far as I'm concerned, it's Percy Jackson and Annabeth and and, and the, the Olympians. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh. So good. Any more thoughts? Just that it's late. The next one's pretty good too, guys. The next one's pretty good too, and I'm excited to talk about. So join us here next week and every week as we recap briefly the episodes. Um, and also join us for our normal 
uh, weekly episodes that we're also doing at the same time. Um, yeah. Right now we're talking about The Burning Maze. So if you're interested in that, check that out. Or if you're interested, go back to our original episodes on The Lightning Thief and listen to those. Those are probably crazy different than they are now. Um, <laughs> to listen to them. Like uh, as like me now listening yeah, to myself. I, I would implode. Four years ago. So what little. people will get around, have to get around to uh, rereading The Lightning Thief. Eventually we're going to catch up. So... Maybe. Maybe. Rick keeps Rick, Rick, Rick does keep turning out books. So um, Yeah, he's cranking it. Literally, who can tell? Bye. Bye.